It is really nice not to see any of you here tonight. <laughs> All right, so I was born in Salt Lake City at the LDS Hospital. For those of you who don't know, that's the Latter-day Saint Hospital or the Mormon Hospital. Um, it was the late 70s, and I uh, was born to a lovely set of parents, and I have three siblings, older sister, older brother, and a younger sister. And I was the best thing my brother, best excuse for a brother that my brother could ask for. We did all the things, including tying up my sisters, which I think they must have loved. They, they were so quiet, probably the gagging. And, uh, you know, my, my life was good. I, uh, my parents were, they were non, we were, we were good Mormons. Like, um, we tried really hard at being Mormon. And... Uh, We'd go to church every Sunday, like that's every, every Sunday for three hours, I would wear a dress. That, the level of sacrifice is pretty intense. And uh, so they were, they were traditional in their beliefs, in their doctrines, but very non-traditional in the fact that we had a leg lamp in our, in our front room window. Like the, you know from the Christmas story? That was in our window. Our neighbors would drive by and then back up to see like, the glow of electric sex in our window. <laughs> and my parents made sure to, to teach us the, the difference between culture and doctrine. And we, I loved the Mormon doctrine. It was, it was the best thing ever. And uh, I loved being Mormon. I was, I remember thinking as a kid, what are the odds? What are the odds that I got to come to this planet and I was born Mormon? How lucky is that? That is fantastic. I was stoked, like actually. And uh, I was 13 years old. And when you're 13 and Mormon, well, about any time between the ages of 12 and 18, earlier if you're more righteous, and I was. Um, I, it's, I mean, it is what it is, you know? And uh, so... I was, it was time for me to go get my, my patriarchal blessing. So that's a, basically a roadmap of the rest of your life from God that, you, that I, you're going to go get. And then they're going to print it out and mail you a copy later. And <laughs> that's, that's, really, that's really cool. So I, I put on a, a skirt and fasted and prayed. And with my parents, we went to the, the patriarch's house. And this is a really nice old man that um, said a lot of really important things. And his, his wife recorded them. And uh, one of the things I learned was my lineage from Abraham, like how I'm directly related to Abraham. So that's cool. Um, I also learned that I was going to go on a mission, which I never did. Um, I also learned that I was going to be a mother that, and a helpmate. And I didn't know what the hell a helpmate was, but I knew what I wouldn't knew what a mother was, and so my divine calling of being a, a, a mother in Zion, and then I realized that if if I were to do this, like if I can't do all the things I want to do, I can't I can't become a firefighter, I can't become a helicopter pilot, I can't I can't go do all those cool jobs, I can't go do all the things that the boys get to do that I wanted to do because. I'm a Mormon girl, and I'm soon going to be a Mormon mother. I mean, not super soon, but, like, eventually soon. And uh, my, my dreams died that day. And uh, I, remember, I remember feeling this 
with shock and a little bit of horror, and I wasn't even able to come to terms with those feelings. I just had to stuff them and figure out how to fit in my life to that blessing. So I did. I thought, I can still, I can still do some of the things I love. I, I was an artist. I was, I've been an artist since probably six or seven. And uh, so I went to college, studied art, got a degree in sculpture, learned how to weld because that was freaking cool. And uh, fell in love a couple times, met my husband. We were both virgins. I was 21 and we got married. Like, actually, we were both virgins when we got married. That's, that's what Mormons do. And we were good Mormons. I was a good Mormon girl. Oh, and I also gave up wearing tank tops because I needed to wear the Mormon underwear. So that was, that was a big deal. But, you know, it's, it was true, so it didn't matter. And uh, it was just a, a test that I would, I, would figure, I would figure that out. So, you know, growing up, there were all these things that you started to put on your shelf. One of the things was, like, why do the boys get all the fun stuff? Um, oh, there's a million things on the shelf. Sexism, racism, coffee. Why the hell can't we drink coffee? It's a bean. <laughs> but, you know, you can't drink coffee. It's a bean. And uh, that's bad. Don't... And um, anyway, so all these things start adding up, and I am killing it at life. My husband has an awesome career. I get to make art in the garage whenever I want to. Our kids are really intelligent, adorable kids that mostly brush their teeth. And so, you know, life is good. And I was bored out of my mind, bored out of my mind. And our friend, most Mormons, when I was, when I was super Mormon, most of my friends were Mormon. And then... I started, you know, just getting friends, just my real friends, friends that, not, not that some of my Mormon friends weren't my real friends, we had some good close friendships, but it, it evened out, and I, I had just as many uh, friends outside of the church than I did inside the church, and they were happy, and that was a problem, because they weren't supposed to be. I was, I was supposed to be the happiest one. I had the temple ordinances, I was living the gospel, I was paying 10% of my time to the or money to the church. I was giving all my time to the church. My average church time per week was about 20 hours. Yeah, and 10% and tithing. So you don't get paid, and you, give, and you give them your money. And so, good business model. Do it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyway, everything was fine, except for I'm in midlife crisis, and I don't know why, and I cannot figure it out. And uh, one day, you know, I was at the gym, working out, and, and there was this girl, and I, we'd been ignoring each other for a while, because she, she was really strong, and I was trying to be really strong, and uh, so we ignored each other, and one day we started chatting, and um, we went biking one day, and two minutes in the conversation, I said, yeah, where are you from? She's from, I'm from Idaho, I used to be Mormon, I'm lesbian, and I was like, oh man, that's a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I still am Mormon, I'm not lesbian, I'm Young Women's President, which is like a really fancy calling um, for Mormons, and and I was like, wow, that's a, that's a lot in there. Tell me everything. So she did. And, and I realized she had been harmed by this church that I was giving my life to. I was giving my money to. I was giving all my energy to. Had harmed her massively. And I realized if, if my church can harm her, my church maybe was harming me. And if it's harming me, maybe it's harming my children. And I started this massive pros and cons list. And 
couple years into it, podcast after podcast, after tears in the garage by myself listening to podcasts, I realized my church wasn't what I thought it was. And I wanted to burn it down. <laughs> so my husband was on board with this because we were, we were in step on this process. And uh, long story short, we got excommunicated, our kids resigned from the church, and uh, now with my, you know, a little bit more time, 10% raise, psychological, physical freedom. Um, yeah, it's cool. And uh, last November, I got my helicopter license. 